The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. What are we talking about today? Today is, uh, we're talking about travel with the munchkins. Okay. This could go a myriad of ways, but I think we have some pretty cool hacks that we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to go over whether we're doing car versus airplane, because those are two different ball games. Oh, definitely. And, you know, you got to keep them occupied no matter which one you're on. So let's just figure out how we're going to keep them from, you know, driving us bonkers. Okay. Let's do it. We're doing. I feel like this came up because maybe you just took a trip with your two little darlings. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about how that went. Uh, You know, you never know what you're going to get. It's like a, traveling with children is like a box of chocolates. Uh, we did a trip where we went with my husband to, he was working, but we tagged along cause he wasn't really gonna, he wasn't gonna be working the whole time. So we, we were going to have some time with them and it happened to be in a magical place called Orlando. So we all know <laughs> what happens there. Yeah. So we said, you know what, we'll go. And inevitably, as does many times, one of the children was sick when we left. It's like they know. Yeah. And the other one was on the cusp. So that in and of itself was something else. Um, but they were basically, they were sick almost the whole time we were there. And, um, and it just makes it a little bit harder. And traveling with children, whether you take a car or a plane, isn't easy at all no so it was so that's why you know and you've traveled with your children more than once oh sure sure in cars and airplanes yes and you've done it by yourself haven't you I have done it a few times by myself in both yes um I learned my lesson pretty quickly that I don't do more than I can handle on my own. So like I would never, it would, it would be a lot of years before I would attempt to take all three kids um, on an airplane. They would have to be packing, surely packing their own things. Um, But I have my son, my oldest, when I was still working in golf, um, when I had him and he flew 28 segments before he turned one years old, because we are living in Florida in my husband's family is in Texas and my family is in Oregon and he was born in the summer. So we had holidays and things, but I also had some work trips that were, you know, more than like two or three days. So I would take him with me and then my mom would fly in and nanny from whatever hotel we were staying in. Mm -hmm. So I have done, you know, those solo things. And then when we moved across the country, when we moved from Florida back to Oregon, um, that last flight my husband went ahead with the car in the U-Haul and it was kind of like rock, scissors, paper, like who gets to drive the U-Haul across the country and who gets to fly with a 15 month old um, across the country. So I feel like it was equally as, as fun. Um, (laughs) uh, But I learned very quickly um, the beauty of, especially on flights, purchasing a seat, even if you have a a quote unquote lap infant of age, Mm -hmm. uh, once they get to the point where they no longer want to sit in your lap um, is a very appropriate time to buy them their own seat um, for sanity's sake. Now, and probably part of that is because I don't fly 90 minutes with my kids. We fly four hours minimum. Um, 
So I don't care how good your 18 month old or two year old is at some point, get each one your own space. Mm -hmm. And after, after age two, I think they all require you to buy them a ticket anyway. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's every airline is age two. You have to get them a ticket. I think so. Um, and we did the opposite. We didn't get them a ticket until we had to. Okay. Because you know, it starts adding up. Yes, and it definitely we, does. We travel a lot because he travels a lot. So, and you know, we kind of made a decision as a family that we would rather spend that money on the doing something wherever we had gone. Um, but I, I can see why having done that myself, I could see why you would want to buy a seat for sure. Cause you so, can put the car seat in there and they can just nap. I am a huge proponent of car seats on airplanes and uh-huh. I wish it was easier for us to do as parents, both with car seats that were appropriate sized, you know, mm-hmm. like were easier to get on a plane and also just the understanding that that is actually the safest way for your child to fly. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a huge, you know, I'm not a super car seat, like strict mom, but I do understand there's a, there's a reason to use them. And I've been in turbulence and things where I don't want to be holding on to a baby because I was kind of worried about myself, you know? Um, and, and that's something that that's just what I believe in. But I also understand that. And again, we take longer flights. Um, but if I can put a kid in a car seat, in an inf- in a familiar kind of comfort object in an unfamiliar environment, which planes are. I don't care if the, your kid has flown 28 times before they're one, when they're four, they forget. So um, by putting them in a car seat, then they, they understand what's expected of them yeah. in that space. Um, so I feel, I find that they're more comfortable. They nap really easily, especially on planes. Um, if you're flying, whether it's at night or during the day, um, and they, they can see, so they can actually see out the window. They can engage, they can see the movie screens and things like that. Um, my kids have always done well. Once I took my five month old, maybe she was five months to Florida for work. And I nanny, I had a nanny come so I could speak. So I Mm -hmm. took her to this event and, um, it was actually a seat for her was like 150 bucks one way. And so I paid that and I put her in a car seat next to me because it was across the country and I could work because she slept and she was a baby. I worked the majority of those four or five hours on the plane and that paid for her seat. Right. So that was a, that's a pretty good return as well. So I am, I'm, I'm kind of a, like, I'm the person that you see like with two car seats, you know, on wheels or thrown over your shoulder for kids. But I just really have found it works a lot better. So that it sounds like it. And I get that. And, you know, because the, the other flip side of that is that if you don't and you have to take the car seats where you're going, well, then you got to stick them in a car seat bag and they're going to go under the plane and it's going to be tossed around and, you know, who knows how it's going to come out. And Mm -hmm. then you, it's just, it's not ideal. Um, I've carried two car seats in one bag and then also carried a toddler on my hip. Mm -hmm. That's not fun in the airport either. Now I will say, you know, here's, here's a quick tip for you. If you do put your car seat in a bag and you take it to, uh, the gate, like say that you want to take it to the plane, but you just want them, they can put it instead of checking it, they will place it under the plane right okay. before you get on the plane. Um, just kind of like you do with a stroller, you can gate check it. Um, and you just have to make sure to go to the little counter 
and say, Hey, I want to gate check this and just got to have your name on it. But also that in my opinion helps eliminate, not eliminate entirely, but it helps you uh, with lost luggage. Nobody needs to be losing car seats when you're packing them under the plane. It's a really good point. Check it. Then they're, you know, I think a little bit more, um, cognizant of that. So that's my tip. And if you have little ones where you have like kind of that snap and go stroller thing, I mean, you can just take it all the way to the plane and do that. So that's super, super handy. I think Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with you. Um, I know like if you're renting a car and things, Mm -hmm. you can rent a car seat too, but personally, I'm not comfortable with putting my kid in a car seat that I don't know what kind it is. I might have never used it. I might not know how to install it. Um, like I said, I'm probably actually a little bit more car seat uh, crazy than most moms. Um, but there's a really good group on Facebook called Car Seats for the Littles. And if that is something that you're interested in or um, you know, have some opinions about or just need some help picking out the right car seat, whether it's for travel or whatever, they um, have certified technicians on there all the time and they're really good about answering questions. So don't follow that group anymore. But if I needed to like, Hey, what's the best booster for my five-year-old? I'd always pop back in there and just kind of see where they're at. Cause they're really up to date on those. Well, so. and it's, it's helpful now. Cause you know, they have all those hooks and the new cars and yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. So, I mean, so really it is personal preference. Let's talk about the car ride. And this, I feel like you have more experience with than I do. I've taken my kids on a six and a half hour car trip a couple of times. How do you survive that? Because you have more kids than I do. I have more kids. I also have a minivan. Like we took the plunge. And while I don't love it from the outside, there's nothing better um, than my kid limo for, um, you know, we have three kids, um, five, three, and one. And we bought a 2017 Pacifica after they came out. We actually bought ours used. It was like a fleet vehicle for a while. So we got it for like half the price. Um, and it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that you could have on it. I love this model because it uh, also has a hybrid version, which I, is why we started looking at it in the first place. But my kid oh. limo, man, I, I can fold seats right in the floor. Um, we can store things. So if we go camping and we need like every available inch of space, like we can tuck things in nooks and crannies. I get each kid a, like... By age two, I get each of them a small PBK kids, like Pottery Barn kids backpack and Mm -hmm. suitcase. Um, Again, because we travel enough and they're in charge then of carrying their stuff. I'm at at that point, I'm no longer carrying a diaper bag. You know, I don't, I might pack some snacks, but really everything goes in there. So whether it's plane or car, um, it fills that. And then I might have like one or two other bags of, you know, bigger toys and, and books and things that just kind of go with us. Um, on a trip, whether it's just to my parents, which is three hours away, or just to my grandma's, which is 30 minutes away. Um, you know, so I always use kind of the, the carrying bags, the reusable bags mm-hmm. for that kind of thing. And, um, and then we've got like the snack containers and everything. So everybody kind of gets a water bottle, a snack container, their backpack in the car and any comfort objects that they might need um, to do that. And just making sure. And the other thing is when we all take a trip, um, my husband usually drives and I'm small enough in the car that I can pop to the back. I can unbuckle and pop to the back and sit between them and where the captain's chairs are, you know, help them out if they need to. And I know that's not the safest thing. Um, I certainly have felt like my life was going to flash between my eyes, um, you know, a few times, but you know, that's you do what you got to do sometimes. You know what you gotta do. It's, it's the station wagon mentality, right? Like just yes. And, and everybody will get there at the end. Um, yes. So I just, you know, everybody's kind of got their own stuff and, 
it was a lot of up and down, but my kids are good and we're smart about, you know, trying to plan things around nap time or taking a break two or three hours in, running them out, you know, kind of thing. But my kids can go in a car three hours without too much problem. Oh, that's awesome. See, and I like that tip though. You take them for a run around the park if you can before you get in the car or you try to leave when it's nap time. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not nap time anymore, like somebody doesn't take naps, then if you run them around, they might sleep for 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. Like that's huge. That's really, and that's whether you take a plane or a, or a car. I've even tried to plan flights around nap time. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Let's just let you go to sleep. And it's inconvenient on a, you know, scheduling, like in the real world, would we do this to ourselves? No, but this is reality, right? And and you're responsible for the comfort and the safety of, you know, your heart (laughs) outside of your body. And so um, you do those things uh, to make sure. So I'm curious, you have two girls. Yes. What do you use for packing them? What are your rules when you go on a trip, whether it's plane or car about like what they can and cannot bring? That's fair. Um, so we, if we're on a plane and it has the ability to watch movies or cartoons, we do let them watch those while we're on the plane. That's a special treat. They don't have their own iPad to watch shows or anything like that. Um, we also bring read-along stories where they can listen to the story and look at the books. Um, but I have one big canvas bag that I, I'm going to take your backpack suggestion because I've been carrying their stuff around. Um, but I have one big canvas bag that's got all the stuff in there. So I have one big suitcase I pack for them and then a canvas bag that comes on the plane or in the car. Mm-hmm. And it's got the read along stories, um, which are loaded. The sound is loaded on an iPad, but that could be used in the car or the plane. We've got, um, like I'll get a couple, you know, fun little crafts or new little coloring books for each flight. Uh, maybe a magnet game. Um, you know, i Got to make sure you have the water cups, whether they're filled in the car or you wait to fill them after you get through security in the airport. Um, and then each of my girls has uh, like little headphones that they can listen to music or read along stories or whatever. They have their own. And we, I just try to keep them entertained. And sometimes it's easier than others. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about, have you done potty training on trips? Yes. I haven't done it on a road trip though. I think we managed to escape that one. Um, but, um, and, and I've, I've done it on a plane when I was by myself with the girls. So you've got to take both of them. I'm not going to leave one kid in the aisle. I mean, we've had a couple of times where like a, uh, what do you call them? Yes. The the plane person, the flight attendant, we've had a couple of times where the flight attendant would help me out. And so she'd stand with the girl outside of the other girl outside of the bathroom or whatever. But I just, I'm a very overprotective mom when it comes to that stuff. And I prefer to, if I can jam both kids in that little bathroom with me, they're coming, they're coming. I don't know how you would all fit. It's very tricky (laughs) and not, not going to last much longer. So yeah. So, I mean, we pack, I pack a lot, but I really like your idea about the bat. Everybody gets their own backpack. And of course the snacks. Yeah. Like so the snacks, but you, you know, every, everybody's in one and when it's full, that's it. 
now right. uh, the transition because I, I buy the mini backpacks like the small they have like a preschool size at Pondy yeah Park. for little people yeah for little people and it's perfect so I'm gonna have a you know my youngest will turn two later this year and I'm already thinking about like which one do I get him and um and then we upgraded for kindergarten and got the next size up you know that kind of thing yep. so they're well made. I haven't had any, you know, my youngest has had, or my oldest has had his backpack for four years, went through two years of preschool and whatnot. And you can't tell. So I really like that. They, they do a really nice job. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is we don't pack a ton of toys. We get one thing to sleep with and then maybe two small toys. And then the rest is like coloring books and stuff you can do because wherever we're going, we're going to find something to do that doesn't have to do with sitting in a room. So, right. Right. And I find like, even if you pack the toys for like the car or the journey, they get into the books or the movies or things like that, that they don't necessarily get at other times. Yep. So it's like, I just carried all this stuff for what? Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So, um, I guess we kind of touched on it, but is there anything else on how, like how you make sure your kids, you know, stay entertained? Like what kind of music do you listen to in the car? That's the question I want to ask. That's a good question. Um, you know, I take one for the team and I listen to Disney music because it makes my children happy. And sometimes it makes my children quiet. Um, but I also try to find stuff that we'll all like, whether it's, um, you know, the troll soundtrack. Yeah. Like that, that'll work. That'll work. It's not so bad. Like no. somebody, somebody referred no. to it the other day as a bad Justin Timberlake's album. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that we either listen to that or, and I'll tell them it's mommy's turn. I got to listen to the radio in the car or I'll let them listen to their read along stories on the, the loudspeaker in the car. So nice of you. It is very nice of me. That is taking one for a dream. It's just because I get quiet time then. I could just sit in my own head. I've listened to podcasts with an earbud while I'm driving, and they can listen to that. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Mm, one ear, though, because you can't have two on the road. No, don't have two. That's no, right. I mean, um, what do you guys do to entertain your kids? Um, it's a lot of music in the car because okay. the, the van has the Bluetooth. And so um, it goes between we have kind of a playlist on Amazon music that they can, you know, that we've kind of added things to. So it's either play my playlist or, um, my daughter likes the greatest showman soundtrack, Oh yeah, which is actually a really good one. So I'm all about that. Um, so we'll do that. My son does not like that as much. So his favorite thing, my five-year-old is hockey goal songs. Have I told you this? So play all of the hockey goal songs. Now this is the beauty of things like YouTube in the age of parenting. Yes. There are YouTube channels that have, you know, every single team's like celebration songs, which is ridiculous. Um, And then they have taken that a step forward further and mashed it into like 11 minutes or 20 minutes of, and then like song, but it always starts with like the goal horn. So some days I'm just not in the mood for the goal horn. That's fair. That's fair. But you sometimes have to take one for the team. Right. Um, I sometimes, if I'm not feeling what they're putting down, I will just keep it on NPR um, because I feel like it's good to know what's going on in the world. Yes. And, they'll kind of, and they will tune that out if they need to. Mm-hmm. But we don't have um, tablets or things that they get in the car. Every once in a while, maybe we'll pass them back an extra phone. Um, or they can play a game, but that's pretty few and far between. 
Yeah. And you know, I feel like we've left your, your littlest one out in that babies are different. I mean, he's not really a baby baby. He's a big baby now, but cause he's one, but I, I want to touch on this really quickly because babies are different. They're not going to read books. They're not going to, they just want to play with stuff. And one of my favorite things is like a cloth activity board and that <laughs> works for the car or the, or the airplane. Um, Cause you know, you're, they're going to throw stuff around. And so it's all attached and it's in one piece and it's not making a ton of noise for your other passengers. So that's, that's a great idea. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you, I think you can get them on Amazon or something, but I got that for the girls when they were little, when they were babies and they're not little now, but we'll have to do um, that. yeah, I got them some when they were babies. We've always turned our kids at about two, right. From rear facing to forward facing, which is now the, the standard feet. recommendation, right. You got to get to two or a little past. Right. Um, and we've always done it about two. And I was watching in the van, my youngest sits in the middle in the captain's row and the older two usually sit behind him in the back row mm-hmm. um, together. And I realized he watches them all the time. So he has no desire to be turned around because all of his entertainment is behind him. That's amazing. And I was like, that is so good because I won't have to, I mean, he's a big guy, so I might have to turn him, you know, eventually, but I don't feel the need and the rush to do that because mm-hmm. he's used to, seeing his brother and sister behind him in like them interacting with him. Yeah. That's like, perfect. You're going to be turned around. So I think, you know, certainly with one, you're, you're the main source of entertainment with two. They're trying to figure it out each other out. But with three, I'm like, you guys have your own, like we've created a whole source of entertainment, an ongoing source of entertainment and fun. And you guys just do that. I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. So to wrap this up, Ash, um, tell me what, if you had to pick one travel tip, product, or hack, what would be the thing that you cannot live without? And maybe a couple, but you know. Well, okay. One thing I love are, and I think you mentioned it, are those little, the wheels that you put the car seats on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use GoGo Baby Z. Is that what it is? I know that I know the name brand because I've been recommending them to everyone since the first time I took it to the airport. You put the car seat on there and you just wheel the kid. So you're not, you don't have somebody, you know, taking forever. The car seat's already on there. Um, If you have a baby, I recommend that. You said the, the, like the click stroller that has the car seat on there. If you're going to take the car seat with you, that makes it so much easier to get through the airport. I love a pouch and I will my two and a half year old, I stuck her in a pouch when we were on vacation last week. Cause she was tired. She oh, you mean like an, like an ergo or a carrier? Yeah, like an ergo or a sling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have used that more than anything of anything. And especially when I travel, cause you need to be hands-free, yes. so I got, you know, the bag and this, you're trying to drag a suitcase and car seats. And if you can strap a kid in on you, that will make your life 10,000 times easier, whether you are going through the airport or you're going somewhere in the car. Yeah. Or you're getting out of the car and doing bathroom runs or. Yes. Yes. That is that, that thing was my lifesaver for both kids. So those would be the most important. I mean, I have a million, but I've, cause we've traveled a lot with our kids, but I, those are my most important. Now, what, what about you though? You literally took both of mine. See, great minds think alike. We talked a little bit about potty training in the car, and I've actually taken like a little IKEA potty, like a portable one, and thrown it in the car at that time because 
um, you know, we have to cross mountains and stuff and sometimes the roads get backed up or whatnot. And so if you have to go, someone's got to go, then at least we have kind of um, that. But I would probably say now one of my most indispensable things is that damn minivan. And yeah. it's kind of sucks to admit, but like we had friends in town last week, a couple came to visit us. Um, good friends of ours. They left their kids at home and came and hung out and played with ours, but all seven of us sit and it was amazing. I mean, everybody in enough room except for mm-hmm. me in the back. Um, but we yeah. could do everything and they don't have a van and they're like, wow, they also have three kids. So they're like, wow, this is amazing. And, um, you know, I just like that, you know, it's comfortable for everybody and it's got plenty of space and nooks and crannies that we can shove things into and the kids are safe. Um, so it's got everything that we need in it, except for memory seats. When I buy the next one, I'm going to get the memory seats because my husband is six, three and I am not like, it remembers how far back you are or yeah. how forward you like are. His setting versus my setting. That's it's the only thing that we don't have that is a must going forward. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's a different right. kind of travel hack. That's a, that's a relationship yeah. hack, right? That there. is a relationship hack. That's true. All right. Well, I uh, think we'll we cover our bases. So if anybody needs to take a trip. Yeah, you're good. Also, we're going to put together a kid travel bingo. Yes. So look for that, um, a bingo card that you can print out. And even if you're not traveling with your kids, but you're traveling and want to have empathy for the parents who are traveling with their kids, take the... Uh, kid travel bingo card with you on your phone and whatnot and um and check it off and if you complete one then hell will probably send you some sort of prize or signed snapchat mm-hmm. or something like that so That'd be, yeah that's amazing i like that idea i like that idea a lot thanks for listening to the mom buns podcast and don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say have a good day Bye bye